0: I'm so glad that you are joining me today. Um, You're in for a treat. This is my second interview for season one. And again, you heard last week how this whole series got started. It was basically by accident. And because actor Aaron Mez was so gracious, and now it's turned into um, a fun podcast series. And so I hope you are enjoying the ride so far. So this episode features Bethany Mossberg Jennings, who happens to be one of my best friends. She also is on staff at Bethel Church in Redding, California, and she's been a part of that community for over, gosh, almost a decade, if not longer, and she is just full of such incredible wisdom. And so I'm excited for you guys to hear our conversation as we catch up and as she shares about community Um And some of the things that are on her heart in this season. And uh, yeah, I know that you'll be blessed. This is such a fun conversation. Oh, and yes, the music playing in the background is from my friend Bianca Rose. This is her single, Run and Hide, the live version. And now here's my conversation with Bethany Mossberg Jennings. Enjoy. Hi, everyone. Uh, It's your girl, Patrice. And I have with me one of my best friends, Bethany Mossberg. Jennings who is a content strategist and editor at Bethel Church in Redding, California. She's also one of my favorite worship leaders that you probably don't know about just yet. Um, She studied organizational management and leadership at Simpson University. She's originally from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania um, and she's married to the lovely Ben Jennings as well. Shout out to Ben who's a real one. Mm He's a real one, <laughs> real MVP. Um, and you guys can internet stalk her um, on Instagram, on Facebook. I'll share more throughout this uh, interview where you can find her. Um, but yeah, I love her. And how did we? How did we meet again, Bethany? We met in an
1: Applebee's with Nick and Kyle Moon, and we were sat Shout next out. to each other.
0: Shout out to Nick, <laughs> Nick and Kyle and Kyle Moon. I feel like. Whoever's watching this knows them. I like, doesn't matter who you are and where you are Probably on the planet, true. whether Probably you're true. in Alaska or if you are, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. You you know them. Fiji,
1: Guam, I'm mm-hmm. sure you know them. You somehow mm-hmm. know them. You've but met yeah, them. We, met,
0: we met there in Reading, uh, uh-huh. California. How many years ago? After
1: church. Um, it was at the end of my first year, so it would have been
2: nine or 10 years ago it's a long time.
0: Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Hi, Becca. I want to give a shout out to Becca who's watching. Hello. Um, glad you could join us for a little bit. And again, we just have people pop in and out, like no pressure oh, yeah. to stay for the whole, you know, 45 minutes or however long we end up just hanging out and chatting. But um, yeah, I just want you guys to get encouraged and kind of hear a little bit about Bethany. And then just, again, she was already dropping some wisdom nuggets before we are on, i on, just so you might just just catch if you catch a wisdom nugget you can put like hashtag wisdom nugget or something in the <laughs> and if you watch mm-hmm. this on replay would you have a ton of people that usually watch these on replay um, just holler back in the comments on replay too because uh, I appreciate that and we can give you some love afterwards after this interview is over okay so um, can you tell us Bethany how did you get to Bethel like what was your journey you know, you're originally from Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. How did you get from Pittsburgh all the way to Redding, California? Redding, California. And specifically
1: <laughs> um, to go. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so uh, I grew up in a church where, um, you know, there was kind of this understanding that um, Jesus was a part of your life, uh, but not the reason you live. It was just a little bit of a, a catch that didn't didn't hit me. Um, I, maybe it was taught and I just didn't pick it up, but for whatever reason, um, there was just something, something missing and I knew it and I could feel it. And, um, I just kind of started crying out and asking God for more. And then our church had a major like changeover in staffing, like within the course of a six month window of time. And, um, inside of that window of time, some pastors showed up who were from California and they were these like really wild holy spirit people and we had like no it was kind of like holy who you know like guy in the bible maybe runs around in a sheet i don't really know Um, (laughs) can you
0: explain that for like our friends that like yeah oh absolutely faith faith and that like that aren't faith
1: no for sure so um basically you know the holy spirit is the living breathing presence of god in your daily life in every moment of your day and every decision you make every thought that you have um and there's kind of this invitation to walk more intimately with God through the Holy Spirit. but then there's also kind of a way of approaching Christianity that's very like these are these are some really good guiding principles to live by. and these are some really uh, great teachings that that we were given. Um, mm-hmm. and so we we abide by these, but not necessarily a, an intimate daily connection with god himself like speaking to the creator of the universe um and i i could feel that like i could feel that presence when we were in worship and i grew up with parents who were musicians and okay um knew knew there was more to this and just kind of was on a little bit of a quest so when those pastors came in um they also brought youth pastors with them who uh, basically were very similar in the same space and um basically just Kind of started to encounter God, experience a presence um, that I couldn't really put my finger on. That wasn't logical; didn't make a ton of sense. But I felt a greater sense of peace. I felt a greater sense of wisdom. I I felt like um, there was a guiding hand that was starting to step into my life in a way that I hadn't experienced before in my understanding of God. And uh, basically, that that hunger kind of grew and. Uh, led me into some some interesting spaces where, you know, it was um, going to a worship school that Rita Springer taught when it was like 10 of us having dinner at her house and asking Rita questions. And, Rita! Oh, yeah. That woman did some really valuable things to my life and ruined a lot of really important infrastructures that I had that needed to be, you know, broken because that's mm. real.
0: We mm-hmm. all got those.
1: Ooh. And um, just kind of shook that up in me and and really solidified that hunger. And so I just started to kind of like look around for, you know, where where did that hunger exist? Where were people going after that same kind of thing? Because there's a new drum beat and I want to find where I sync up. Um, and over time I found um, Bethel Music and was like, okay, well, this is uh, – this is, this is kind of more my vibe. They take a lot of time, you know, there was this one worship set that was on Bethel TV um, where the worship leader after like 10 minutes, he stopped, like stopped the set
2: uh-huh. in this
1: moment where like the music had come down and it was just quiet for like a full minute. And I was like, Oh, in most churches you don't <laughs> no right. silence, please transition. Quick, move oh. it. Let's go, you know, keep yeah, people yeah, yeah. going. Yeah, exactly. And so you know, and, and out of that moment <clears throat> came, you know, people singing, singing their own songs to God. And it was like wow. six minutes of them singing their own songs to God. And I was like, where is a place that makes room for that? Whoa. Who does that? Yeah. Who makes room for that kind of thing? And how do I get there? <laughs> so I, uh, I decided to do Bethel music's worship school thing, uh, which was uh, called worship school. I think at the time it was three weeks long. Um, it has changed over the years and, grown and this was in 2010 and I flew out and um basically at the very end of that um that time that I was there I was only able to stay for a week because I I couldn't take off of work longer but um at the end of that there was a set and you know you know you put that fleece out before the lord that yeah. concept of like I have questions and I I don't know if I'm supposed to move here and I I you know it's a huge jump everybody in my family lives on the eastern seaboard like literally every single person I right. know, no family on the west coast and, Right. No grid for it. Um, and I love my hometown. Like, why would I right. leave? But I there's this burning, you know. So I started asking these questions and um and basically, you know, I was like, okay, Lord, like if he plays this one song, I'll know it's you, you know. Right. And right. Pause this-
0: on that. Pause on that oh, song. Pause. pause on that one song. I wanna say hi to some people that joined us. I want to say Ooh. hi to Ebony. Yes. I wanna say hi to Ayana in the UK. Ayana wanted to say hi to <laughs> you. <laughs> yes she wanted to see your face so she's very excited to see your face right now I love you. um and also Jeannie we see you on IG TV uh love you lady but thank you guys that are popping in and saying hi and listening to some of this conversation but yeah so you were talking about this one song you were laying out a fleece before the Lord oh, yeah. before you're trying to make sort of this big mm-hmm. decision mm-hmm. and then this yeah, song. So- this song, right? The song came on, he played the song and it's a wow. guest worship leader,
1: right? Plays the song. And I'm like, it's still not, it's so, um, i said to the Lord, okay, so there's like 40 minutes left in this set. So make this be the last song. And then I'll like, no, for sure. You know? And, um, and he hit the final note and, um, and then nothing happened and then nothing happened oh. for 45 minutes. And it wasn't like anybody did anything, no one moved. And then, and it, you know, except for like the silent noise of me crying, right? Like, <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Um, but um, yeah, basically at the very end of that, he's like, I know that silence can be really uncomfortable, but sometimes just beyond the silence is the voice of God. And I was like,
2: okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay.
1: Can you say that again, please? I know that silence is uncomfortable. But sometimes just beyond the silence is the voice of God. I was like, all right, I'm out. I can't, I'm can't. i going to move here. I can feel it. I can feel it. Um, hi, Kia. Uh, hi,
2: friends yeah. who've joined.
1: Yes. Yeah, um, anyway, uh, long story short, I packed my bags and applied to come to um, Bethel's ministry school. And moved my butt across the country. Wow. And drove. Did you know anyone?
0: Six
2: days. Oh no. Did you know anyone? Wow.
1: Nope. Not to one.
2: But, you know, we're here now. So.
0: Wow. Um, I just want to encourage those of you. I mean, this is a time where everyone's sort of evaluating like next moves and next life moves. Like after this quarantine Mm -hmm. is over, you know, what am I going to do with my life? Or What am I really made for? And and there's sort of all these ideas that are springing up. And I just kind of want to encourage you for those that are especially watching this on replay, even weeks or months or even years later, Mm -hmm. um, that wow, like God's got an adventure for you. Like, he's got an adventure for you, and it's beyond what you could think. And I feel like, um, like, Bethany, you mentioned some things in terms of, like, being exposed to something that you didn't even know existed, number one. And I love the mm. kindness of God in that, because it's like sometimes you don't even, you don't know what you don't know. Like, you don't even, sometimes our hearts don't even know what we, we really want, you know? And mm. just like, I don't know what I'm made for yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. how did you even like, do you just feel like it was completely the Lord that positioned you in that? Or you were kind of my new phrase right now in the last couple of weeks is like being found in the field, kind of like, Mm. like found in the field of Boaz. And it was like, boom. And then blessing came instead of just waiting for like Prince Charming or whoever, Mm -hmm. you know, or the miracle just to land at her doorstep. She still Mm -hmm. was like, I'm going to be compassionate. I'm going to take care of my mother-in-law, what have you. But there Mm -hmm. are those instances where God like really just completely covers you and completely opens your eyes up. Like, did that happen for you with this whole, like, cause it was like, bam, 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 or Mm. were you kind of in the field? Were you found in the field?
1: Well, so I, I think I was found in the field in the sense that, you know, as a, as a worship leader at my church, I was in pursuit of like training and equipping, um, you know, and I went to the Rita Springer dive worship school. I think it was pretty, it was really early on. It was like 2009. Um, but I went to that, and we did this thing called prophetic words, which I had no idea what that was at the yeah. time, and was yeah. really confused. And basically, through through somebody giving me a, a a picture that they had felt like the Lord had given to them,
2: okay.
1: um, they they kind of uh, they basically said, "You have this picture of of God as uh, like a horse in a training circle, and He's just trying to break you." And so you come to things like you, you are looking to be equipped, you're looking to be trained, and you're just running in the circle and circle and circle and circle. And the Lord's like, there is one, I am a father, which means I whisper to you tenderly. I don't yell at you. I don't break you. I lovingly talk to you. And we work through things. Number two, you think this is all you can do. But I have made an entire field for you to run in. And you're avoiding it because you know this and you know how to go through the cycle of building and breaking, but you don't know what it is to run free. And I was like,
2: okay, (laughs) I'm just in a room with 10 strangers and they're all like doing
1: this word, you know? And um, so, yeah, so I would say like literally in a field, Um, but just, you know what I mean? Wow. it was a, a wild moment for me to kind of recognize that I, I didn't know this side of the Lord. And I also had been playing small.
0: You didn't know this side of God. You didn't know this side of the Lord that he could be so kind and be so mm-hmm. detailed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then what was the second thing you just said? I didn't realize that I was playing small. You didn't realize you were playing small. I'm sorry. That, that's like, for mm. me, whoever's watching this on the replay, they're going about to hit you up on the Instagram. <laughs> Just oh, high five ahead. her. <laughs> Just give her some love and encouragement after this because that's, that's a word. Right, Ebony? Ebony, <laughs> I see you. Ebony is giving all the hearts on Instagram for what, all the things that you're saying. Don't play <laughs> She's small. Like, She's yes and amen Come on. You're saying, mm-hmm. uh, that just kind of spoke to me right now. Can you, um, for our friends that may, you know, they may be a Christian, but they don't know, like, what, what do you mean like, when you say the prophetic? Like, what does that oh, sure. like, mean? Because yeah. you have a like, prophetic experience.
1: Totally, yeah. Um, so, so basically, the prophetic is, um, so each of us has the ability to hear God's voice. Um, every single one of us as a Christian is a friend of God is a child of God. Right. And we talk to our friends and in the same way, God speaks to us. And sometimes he speaks to us for ourselves. Sometimes he speaks to us for other people. Sometimes he speaks to us for cities and nations and people that we've literally never met before. And sometimes it, you know, it comes in, in a lot of different ways. Sometimes it's pictures, sometimes it's words, um, sometimes it's something that you know about somebody, um, that maybe you wouldn't know otherwise, which is called a word of knowledge. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that's essentially, it's all meant to build up and exhort. It's all meant to encourage people to, um, to show them that the Lord knows them intimately, that uh-huh. he cares about them deeply and that he wants to be a part of the conversation of who they are, where they go and um, how they impact the world. Cause we're all made to impact the world. We're all influencers. It's just a matter of how you influence. Right. So, you know, the Lord really wants to be an active part of that conversation in the same way that like, you know, you talk to your friends, God wants to talk to you. That's what the prophetic is. It's really, it's really simple. And I think sometimes people, you know new king james it a little bit you know yes, like yes. thus saith the lord and i'm like new king yeah, James. That's, it. you know but but prophetic words are kind of like seeds you know there's an invitation to plant them and water them and nurture them and there's also an invitation to be like they're not going to happen and so i'm just going to put them on a shelf and it's like yeah no, not like
0: that
2: you guys understand?
0: listen you're blowing people's minds and i knew you would I'm is somebody boy. getting ministered to right now on a Friday night? Because <laughs> this Let's is just how she, this is how she casually talks. Okay, this is what I'm just like I'm ruined. I'm ruined for mediocre because of people like this in my life. This is why I'm crazy because I see <laughs> stuff like this, Maria. Mwah. Maria is here. Hi, Maria. Oh, yes, Hi. Hey, honey. Aww. We love you. I love the stuff you guys are doing, you and your husband. It's so beautiful. <laughs> she loves the stuff you're doing with your husband. It's so beautiful. I'm just so glad you could pop in. It's late for you guys on the East Coast, so thank for you real. just for being with us. Oh, my word. Um, yeah, you're, you're sorry. You're just starting to, like, wreck my life oh. right now okay. in the best way. Happy <laughs> Okay. Casual. Uh, uh, Okay. So real quick for those that just jumped in or popping in, um, on this conversation, this is one of my best friends, um, who is just full of wisdom as you can already tell, but she, um, is a content strategist. Can you tell us what that means? But she's a content Mm -hmm. strategist at Bethel church in Redding, California. She's been a part of pretty much full-time ministry. I'd say at least over a decade. Now, mm-hmm. so she's seen the inner workings of little churches, big churches. She would be my worship leader. Um, <laughs> Ebony says, "I am not okay." <laughs> All caps. <by> <laughs> you gonna be okay, now. <laughs> <laughs> Ebony. I love you so much. <laughs> but like she, Bethany would lead worship when we just met. What she didn't mention. She's so kind and so humble, and will not. You won't catch her like tooting her own horn. But I mean, literally after less than a month of knowing me, she agreed to come down to, she was in Northern California. She agreed to come down to Southern California to be a part of this really small, when I say small, I mean, there might've been eight kids, This small uh, junior high, high school summer youth retreat to be our, our worship leader. And can I tell you, like, I'm going to try not to cry in this conversation, um, but like how the Lord so like the presence of God got so thick and weighty with these kids, you know, with these mm-hmm. teenagers and, and them experiencing like the presence of God in worship. Um, mm-hmm. And of course, retreats are always special anyway, because you kind of get away and your sort of distractions, kind of like what we're all experiencing now, right? Distractions or other things that we would be occupied with um, mm-hmm. are put to the side. And it's just, you kind of really see what's really important and your worship I mean, I was, I was going to go in a different direction, but we're just going to go here. Um, Is it's so sweet. And you have like, are people have already seen right now that you have a depth to you. Like you're just not surface. You're not like, you're beautiful, but like, y'all, she's so beautiful on the inside, like beyond, beyond. And that translates when she leads worship. And y'all, if you hang out for a little bit in this conversation for at least another 10, 10 or 15 more minutes, you're going to get to have her sing over you guys because I feel like we, we can't leave this internet space um, without blessing the people with something. And so anyhow, okay. but how did you get into music? And I know okay. you talked about your parents are both you know, musically inclined, okay. but how did you get into music and then specifically into worship music in mm. church?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Um,
0: one, I love you. Thanks for that.
1: Um, to worship music um so my parents were musicians um my parents recorded um like a lot of albums and um my my uncle was part of peter paul and mary and so there's just kind of like this really deep origin point of um specifically like music that spoke to important things music that mattered and um that like addressed Issues, but like spoke to your heart, like it, you know. And I, so basically, um, growing up in a house where everybody's a musician means that um, there's just kind of stuff always lying around. There's always like pianos, or a, an egg shaker, or a you know, guitar. So basically, growing up in that kind of in that kind of situation, it, it's sort of like a, a natural byproduct that you just discover you also carry something on that. Um, And I was encouraged to sing often and loud. And um, my dad would rope us into like Sunday specials. Remember Sunday specials? Mm -hmm. It's my favorite. Still love Sunday specials. Still think that's my favorite ever. Um, But basically, um, we started doing music at church as a family. And my mom would sing harmony and my dad would play guitar. And um, my sister and I would sing. And that was like our vibe and then my brother started to do the same and you know family va- a family band style kind of situation um basically i became a worship leader because i was brought up in a culture where um we were just a part of that community those were my my aunts and uncles those were my godparents those were my people um i became a a a worship leader proper um, because like most ministry things someone has to play piano and i taught myself
2: <laughs> how because it was
1: just like we need somebody so can you figure that out in the next 30 minutes thank you yeah. so much yeah um and so um and that's so that's still how i play piano which is very plunky and i love it like it's very simple and i'm into that and um but yeah i mean i growing up played drums and played clarinet and played saxophone and sang in the choir and um and then taught myself piano so it was a really like diverse situation <laughs> a lot of good love that. a lot of good stretching
0: I love so, that yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know you played the saxophone this is like news to me this is very exciting yeah oh my fun fact.
1: <laughs> so many fun facts I almost played yeah. the oboe but fortunately I got myself out of that one so. <laughs> I was like double reeds that's too much work
0: Man. So, yeah, so she's definitely musically inclined to everyone. Uh, you're seeing her heritage, you're hearing about her heritage uh, in music. Um, so can you tell us, like, what is a content strategist? Um, and like, what does that entail at Bethel? For
1: sure. For sure. Um, so a content tra- strategist is um, sort of like, how do I explain this? Um, my primary responsibility is to protect the heart of the house, all of the language, all of the words that we choose, all of the um, all of the bylines that we create, taglines, um, any sort of content that's going up, I'm looking at it. And I'm editing it for grammar, because I do very deeply love and appreciate grammar. But I'm also looking at it and asking, like, does this really um, convey what we want to convey? I see my job as my mother taught me growing up that there's a holy space between a person's mouth and the listener's ears. And my... <laughs> Say that again? Say that again?
0: Sorry. There,
1: there's, a holy, there's a holy space, a holy ground between the speaker's mouth and the listener's ear. Mm,
0: okay.
1: So it's a really sacred space to protect. And what I see as my job is to remove any sort of barriers or boundary lines that might exist that would keep someone from hearing what is really being said. Mm -hmm. Um, And so clarifying the message, um, how we say something matters. Um, So I, I work pretty closely with our um, communications team and I work really closely with our marketing team um, Mm -hmm. to make sure that, you know, anything that we're saying is, is giving Mm -hmm. the heart to the matter. So, which you know, we're uh, people like Donald Miller um, who are pioneering things like story brand. And, you know, it yeah. really,
2: yeah, yeah. The,
1: we are, are at our, at our deepest point we are storytellers yeah, um, sure. and we all have a, a very important story to be told. And there are mediums through which we tell them. And sometimes it's through art and music. And sometimes it's through, you know, acting, there's millions of mediums that one can communicate their story. But um, the most important thing we can do is is facilitate that human to human connection so most Mm -hmm. of my job is protecting and facilitating that human to human bridge Mm. so that's what a content strategist is and then i help us figure out how and when exactly to communicate whatever we're going to communicate um which which is also really important um strategy is one of my um it's one of my strengths it's one of my favorite things to do I'm that person who really likes to sit and play like Stratego on a Friday night a little geeky <laughs> and I don't care you know? yeah. um but it, it really is you know it's not just what you say it's not just how you say it it's also when you say it um mm-hmm. oh, and so really making sure that people yeah. hear what we intend to be hearing you know so
0: yeah how long have you worked at Bethel again
1: I have worked at Buffalo for almost seven years.
0: Seven years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just want to give a shout out to a couple more people that have joined, uh, mm-hmm. Shauna. Uh, hello to you, my dear. Um, mm-hmm. We love you. Mostly. <laughs> 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 Let me check. Um, Sean Q. Thank you for uh, gracing us with your presence, Sean Q um ayana she was. it was 3 30 a.m her time in the uk so she had to she had to dip out but she's she, oh she loved love seeing your face no uh, seriously um is still hanging in there with us um Yay. gosh becca uh, you guys are just so kind and i know love you're it. getting some wisdom nuggets because like mm-hmm, for real so you were talking about the human connection mm-hmm. like and how to foster that and how important that is, which actually is one Mm -hmm. of my questions because, you know, we're sort of in this time frame right now where we're really kind of evaluating what it means to really connect with another human being. How does that look like when we don't have our usual uh, constructs of connecting with people? Mm -hmm. Like, can you talk to us a little bit about like community and what, like number one, define that, like Mm -hmm. in define community for us, Connection in that way, and then like, how can we cultivate that? You know, especially in mm-hmm. this climate. But then once we get out of this climate, how can we continue mm-hmm.
1: that? Mm, that's a really solid question. So, um, I would define community as the people that you build daily life with. Um, I, I, uh, I kind of, I mean, I've sent you texts before. Where I've been like, "Hey, I'm just carrying you a little closer today." Yep. I sort of feel like I gather. I gather people into my world who are treasures. They're treasures to me. They're so important. And um, how they feel and experience the world is so important to me. And I kind of carry them around with me. When I when I see stuff in the store, I think about them. And I'm like, oh, I bet, you know, Patrice would love that. I then Ben would really enjoy that. Like, I carry them with me. And so there are times, you know, in life where I'm carrying them a little closer or maybe they're, you know, at a little bit more of a distance because life is just busy and full on. But I think it's really finding people that you can journey with um, and not just through the hard stuff. I'm a, as a person who loves death, really good at like, these are my people and we go through hard things. Those are, you know, the people that I invite in some of the fun things too. Those are the people who I celebrate with, but also like when things are hard, they're my people that I'm like.
2: Okay, something really bad
1: just happened, and i I need to feel like you're in this with me. I need to feel like you're carrying me too. Um, can you just hold mm-hmm. me close a little bit in this so to me that's what community is community is, and community exists in spheres as well like there's spaces there's there's your people who are like these are my ride or die people. These are like, it's it's always going to be, you know, we'll be 85 years old sitting on our porches laughing about stuff. And then there's, but there's people who are outside of that. And that's just really about having boundaries and knowing kind of where everybody lives in proportion to you, which I mean, to be honest, that's been a journey for me personally, because I want everybody to be really close. um, Because I love that deep, that deep, deep bit. Yeah, I've had to learn how to go, okay, so you're there. I'd love it for you to be here, but that's okay. Like I respect your choices as well as my own. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so yeah. Um, but building community looks to me like being intentional with people. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like that, that random text message or that Marco Polo. Thank God we live in the time of Marco Polo. Um, yeah. <laughs> it looks like involving people in the, the little parts of your life that count to you and, yeah. um, and knowing them. You know, I'm. I don't know if you want to talk about this at any point, but like as a two, I'm an enneagram two. Mm-hmm. Google Google of that. We're um, gonna tell the people in a second. That was okay. part of my question. I figured, yeah. I figured. Okay. Um. But part part of the two is is the helper. Helpers care most about relationships. Um. Mm-hmm. Most about where are you in proportion to me? How are we connecting right now? Um. So I spend a lot of personal thought time just thinking about like the people that I love and just being so thankful for them and Mm -hmm. um the beauty of who they are as for building it in this time I think does look like accessing all of the fabulous technological resources Netflix just did a thing where they're releasing like Netflix party and so you can watch movies at the same time with other people and you can talk about it while you're watching which I'm like rock and roll that's amazing okay um And there's a few few other platforms who are doing that. Actually, Facebook has a like watch party thing that you can do as well with like a chat dialogue on the side. And like, it's incredible. I think that's so cool. Um, But, you know, you know, when we're out of this time, um, Uh, technology can't replace like even just the pure chemical responses that we have when we sit and look at another person. Specifically looking at someone in the eyes. Science. She
0: she it's, brought out the science, it's,
1: everybody. It's vulnerable. Right. Okay. It's very good though, right? It's vulnerable yeah. to look someone yeah. in the eyes for longer than 20 seconds. I mean, this is like, we can't, it's hard for us to do.
2: But yeah. the thing
1: is that that's actually what encourages us to foster connection chemically with each other. Like, I know it's you, deep. I see you. That's right? deep. So, so when we're out of this time of, you know, introvert paradise, um, it it is... An opportunity for us to really re engage with the physical elements of our worlds that really help us to belong to each other because we really do. Mm -hmm. Societally, we belong to each other, right? Like what I do impacts you,
2: You whether I see it
1: right away, right? But there's an invitation to steward that well, right? And so there's going to be people that you just steward that better with because those are your people.
0: Dang, guys! I, I, there's so many different nuggets that you can pull um, from this. But when I like, one of the big takeaways um, that I'm getting is being intentional when it comes to community. Um, and I think too, it it involves having an awareness of who you're connecting, with, like who your people are, because, like you said, yes. we are not necessarily connecting the same on, on every level with every person, even though we want right. to, you know, especially. Yeah. You know, a lot of yeah. us, we love that depth and we want to experience that in all of our friendships across the board, but, mm-hmm. but also having wisdom and knowing like who, who are your people and especially in this season, because I think sometimes it's seasonal uh, yeah, sure. as well. And so maybe sure. who was with you in a previous season might not be with you in the next, but, um, sure. Sure. but yeah, but being intentional. And mm-hmm. man, what you're saying, there's something to be said with looking at someone eye to mm-hmm. eye, eye to eye, hi, Instagram mm-hmm. family
2: eye to eye Mm
0: -hmm. in person though for more than 20 seconds and being vulnerable in that way. I mean, there's a different chemical reaction that happens Mm -hmm. actually within us. Um, It's science. Bethany told us Mm -hmm. it's science, everyone. Um, And we're made for that, you know, like we're made for that. So. yeah. Well, okay. And and one
1: thing that I would actually, one thing I would actually add to that whole conversation is Mm -hmm. um, at the end of the day, life is about your choices, right? So it really does matter that you just say yes. Like you make your choice to show up or not. So if community isn't happening for you, and I'm saying this as a person who literally had to just learn this lesson, um, if community is not happening for you, it might be that you're not wanting to happen to it. And like, maybe it's time to just step out and be a little brave and ask people. I'm Italian, right? So my, my space, this is my wheelhouse, right? My wheelhouse is, come over to my house, I'm gonna cook you dinner like all day long, it's loud. There's going to be wine. There will be lots of really good food, but like I know how to build community around a dinner table. Sure. So if community is not happening for me, how, how long has it been since I've invited people to my dinner table? How long has it been since I've reached out and, and pursued and not just waited for somebody to, to come after me and Uh, be my friend.
0: That part, that part, pursuing also and not just waiting being found in the field. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Come on. It's Ooh, okay, I this want. is gonna be rapid fire.
2: Yeah, um, no.
0: You're doing great. This is almost already like 45 minutes. Can you believe it? We're going to have, for those that have stuck in for this whole thing, I mean, Ebony, I see you, girl. Um, let me give some shout outs to people again that have just, man, Ayana, again, I know you're goodnighting it, but you're going to probably catch some of this on the replay. And so we love you so much. Love um you. Max, hello, Max. Sean, um, again, Becca, um, and Shauna hopped over from Instagram and came over to Facebook to to see your face as well. Bethany. And so Shauna. Hi Shauna. Yes. We love you, Shauna. If you guys have any questions about, um, worship Bethel being encouraged, anything, put them in the comments. Um, and I will definitely ask your question. If it's, Not crazy. Um, But but yeah, I will definitely ask your question. We have just about 10, roughly 10 or more minutes more that we're going to go on this interview. And so um, tell me what makes you happiest, Bethany? What makes you happiest?
1: What makes me happiest? Um, Okay, so that's actually a really good seasonal question for me. Um, Mm -hmm. I think one is always going to be laying on the floor and listening to music. Um, and like worship music and also just like I attach memories to music so I make this is like mm. a weird quirk but I make a playlist for every single month and I've done this since uh, like 2013 so my Spotify account literally has a monthly playlist since 2013 what? and I attach memories to those and so I'll listen wow. to a particular song and it's like oh yeah I remember that moment I was doing this thing this is what was going on And so sometimes I'll just like kick my way through a really important month in my life and I'll just listen to it and kind of remember and reflect and think about like, wow, that was really hard or wow, I really saw God's goodness in that or wow, I really grew from that time, you know, and just kind of like take account. So um, I think it will, it will always come down to just laying on the floor and being alone in that space Mm -hmm. with myself and with the Lord. and like reflecting so that definitely makes me very happy but I would also say that in this season of life um my my husband and I just moved into Ben and I just moved into um a new house that we worked really hard to build together and um and he worked really 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 hard Mm
2: -hmm. um
1: but we went from a like we went from like a 600-ish square foot space to like an 1800-ish barefoot space. And so what makes me happiest right now is that we pulled a really cozy chair into his office and I sit in the back of the room and I read my books and he works on real estate stuff and he's a realtor. um, And he like talks to friends and plays games and does different things. And we just hang out in the same room. And that's where we spend a lot of our time together is just this like, tiny maybe 200 square foot ish room maybe smaller I don't know I'm not good with that part of the math um but we just that's what we do we just do our thing in the same space and that makes me super happy
0: listen I really that's my dream I recently saw a quote somewhere and not recently it's probably a couple months back where it was like <laughs> it's almost like a single hashtag singles be like quote but it was <laughs> like I want to be alone together in the same room with someone or together oh wait I want to be together alone with someone something like that I'm mixing it mm-hmm. up but basically mm-hmm. what you described is like mm-hmm. you said you love being in the same space as your husband you guys are doing your mm-hmm. own separate things but you're in close proximity and that's just mm-hmm. giving you life oh, it, it yeah. just, mm, get, just mm-hmm. get out of here with that get out of here with that I want to give <laughs> a shout out to Ebony Ebony says I have no questions and yet she's giving all the answers thank you both so much <laughs> Uh shout out to uh, Kuma. Hey, what's up, homie? I'm just uh, getting ready to, to wrap up slowly this Facebook live that I'm doing. You can catch the the full interview on Facebook Live. Um, but yeah, and again, thank you all for chiming in. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I love that so much, Bethany, especially as someone who like you and I are both introverts, and mm-hmm. that doesn't mean we're shy. How mm-hmm. do um, you break that down for people? Like what does that mean? And you're married, but you're an introvert.
2: Yeah,
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
1: Um, okay. So introverts just recharge by themselves. So everybody recharges in a particular way. Um, some people recharge by being around other people that gives them energy and some people recharge by being by themselves and having quiet space to think and listen to music and read books and do whatever, but just to feel a space that, that you kind of, can can just be with yourself and just enjoy so yeah my husband is an extrovert he loves being (laughs) around people it like is his jam um and I'm an introvert and so both of us being powerful in the conversation and saying like hey I actually need some time to myself." I love you so much uh and him saying okay well I need to go hang out with people (laughs) it's just yeah know, know yourself right know yourself that's the that's the tagline. So.
0: Know yourself again. Wisdom yeah. nugget. Um, Ebony says she needs that Spotify playlist. So we're gonna. I'm gonna. If once we're done with okay. this interview, for real, um, mm-hmm. Bethany, can you leave a link in the comment section of this yeah, video sure. once we wrap up tonight? Sure. So, so my Spotify account. Yeah, to her Spotify account because she does a new mm-hmm. playlist every month. So every uh, month. that's incredible. Um, yeah. This is a, a complete departure complete departure, but I'm going to be interviewing a painter, uh, next week. He does, he's an oil painter and he's a believer. And when he paints, it's like a prophetic thing as well, but not just that. I mean, he recently finished a trip in Paris. And when you see like his artwork, it's it, for me personally, it speaks to me just like Mm. ah, the vibrancy of it and just his style. But then I caught some of his videos on YouTube. Um, and he was playing like some worship music and painting at the same time. And I almost mm-hmm. fell out in my room. The presence like of the Lord yeah. was getting so thick. Yeah, and so I was like, so real. you, you really know God. Like he's had some encounters with the Lord, but I'm mm-hmm. curious. Like, what do you think is a, a good question that I should ask him? Cause I will. And you can Ooh. give me an idea.
2: Ooh, oh,
1: man. um, Gosh. Okay. Like a flood of questions in my mind. Um, I know, same. Um, I think I would love to know, like, I, okay. Now this is just because I'm a words person, but like, do, do words detract for you from your experience? Like do words pull you away from what you feel like is happening for you or do words pull you deeper in? Like, like what, what's the weight of words for you? Um, I would also ask like, who are the artists that like, do you find there's patterns in like the artists that you interact with, like that you hear? Like, so I, you know, I paint a Hillsong and I end up using a lot more red or, you know what I mean? Like, are there particular patterns that you notice in the way that you create? Um, yeah.
0: That's good. Oh my gosh. Those okay. My, yeah. My first, I theory. need you, I need you on this. Uh, when it happens live, just if you if you're not busy with your husband, or you're doing things. um, I want all your questions, all your questions too. Hey, Chris, Okay. Ebony, Um, so real quick, this is sort of my last question before I want you to kind of share your vocals with us, but um, Mm -hmm. can you explain a little bit of the Enneagram? I I asked um, Aaron who I interviewed uh, Mm -hmm. earlier, you know, like, do you know your Enneagram number? He's, he never heard of it. And a lot of people have never heard of the Enneagram. So you were the first person that introduced me to this years ago. And, and now I hear Mm -hmm. everywhere in certain Christian circles, but can you Mm -hmm. give us like a a layman's
1: understanding
0: of what that is? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, So the Enneagram is a, uh, essentially like a really old, it's okay. People call it a personality test. It is not a personality test. Just gonna clarify that. Okay, right I said here. that. I think I said that the other day. No, you're yeah, good. Okay. You're okay. I totally get it. It's essentially it's a tool to help you understand ways that you may have chosen to adapt to some of the situations that you might encounter through life. So um, the concept is that there are nine different masks, right? That people could choose yeah. to yeah ways that ways that we try to sort of protect ourselves. Okay. Um, and, you know, based on whatever kind of situation we grew up in, or, or you know, a moment that really mattered in our lives, um, we might make a choice to um, either, you know, like grow up really fast, or um, pretend like everything's okay, or, um, and it's not necessarily, it's not necessarily a trauma thing. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's more so just kind of each of us have a little bit of a predisposition towards um, a particular um, way of, of going about the world. So like I mentioned earlier that I'm a two. So a two is a helper. Um, but a two's, um, struggle point is that they very earnestly believe that their love is the best love and that everybody needs their love and they are rescuers <laughs> essentially, yeah. right? Like yeah. I believe that I can love you better than you can love you. And like, I'm going to tell you what you need and there's no help in that. Right. Like, but that's, you know, that's the two's way of, what they really need, the two really needs is to know Mm -hmm. that they are loved, not for what they can do, but for who they are. Oh, and you know, in each, each of these particular areas has a particular message that they kind of were told, which is, you know, for the two, it's, you know, if you, if you are, if you are good and you don't have any needs and you take care of everybody, then you'll be loved, which is not true, (laughs) right? Like that's just Mm -hmm. not accurate. So each number has kind of a message you know ben my husband is an eight and the message for ben is um, you are safe to be vulnerable you don't have to protect yourself you can be vulnerable um, and and that's just you know ultimately though like um, the the enneagram is meant to be in the same way as like myers-briggs or disc or any of these like helpful personality resources we all kind of are on this quest to know who we are, right? Like, that's why we yeah, do things absolutely. like, yeah. you know, um, the Instagram quizzes they've been coming out with and like, who's better at this? And who's, you know, absolutely. we all want to know this. Absolutely, about ourselves. We're, mul- we're like fabulously multifaceted. That's who we are as the human race. God made us that way, and it's wonderful. But the Enneagram is a really helpful tool, a helpful resource to sort of help you to hold a mirror up and ask yourself some really valuable questions. And to learn and grow um, as a person in ways that maybe you might be holding yourself back from being who you really are, or maybe you're playing small, or maybe you're hiding, or maybe mm-hmm. you're um, being bigger than you really want to be. You know, whatever it is, um, it, it's sort of a tool to help you sort of strip back that mask and say,
2: you know, what I really need is to
1: feel loved. What I really need is to feel belonging. I really need, mm-hmm. you know, Brené Brown says that we're we're hardwired for love and belonging. You know, it's like that's yeah. that's really who we are and there are yeah. lots of ways where we've just internalized messages that say, well, but if I do this then I'll be loved or then I can belong or then I'm good enough or, you know, but the reality is that we're all really really okay right where we are and God yeah. loves us exactly where we are and the enneagrams and invitations sort of hold a mirror a little bit closer and grow in that. And it's, um, it's a super helpful tool. Very, very helpful.
0: Awesome, man. You, you and your words, you're just so fabulous and articulate. And I just feel like I'm smarter now because we had this conversation. I don't know about mm-hmm. all y'all that got to listen in on our conversation. It's kind of fun interviewing you. Cause I mean, I know you, um, mm-hmm. but it's, it's fun, like introducing you to people that would have never, known mm-hmm. like the storehouse of wisdom and kindness that you are. Um, yeah. And so that's actually what I'm most excited about for people to discover you. Um, for those who don't know, this is Bethany Mossberg Jennings, and she is one of my best friends, but she also is an incredible thought leader. She's a content strategist at Bethel Church in Redding, California. She's been a part of that family up there for over seven years. We're saying over seven years, right? Because mm-hmm. you've been on staff, yeah. you've been working there for seven years. Yeah. Um, and then she's also one of my favorite, um, worship singers, worship artists that I know. Um, and so Bethany, what, I don't know, what's a song that is kind of speaking to you in this season that you can share with us and maybe just sing over us, um, tonight, you know, a verse of Mm -hmm. something.
1: Oh, wow. Um, okay. So there's a song, um, I'm actually going to look at the lyrics because I don't want to mess it up and do it a disservice. So hold on one second. Okay. Um, but it's a song called come alive by Hillsong. Okay. Um, and it is, wow. It is like, can I just like read you the lyrics really quick? Yeah. Like yeah. not, not all it. of them, but just like the ones that are really hitting hard. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so the chorus is come alive, come alive, come alive, dry bones, come alive, come alive, come alive, dry bones. Awake, arise, inhale the light, come alive, come alive. But the second verse is the one that, that just gets me. It says, are you waiting on heaven or is it waiting on you? For the Holy Ghost is already in the room. So you better get ready because who knows what he'll do. Where the four winds blow, there's a breakthrough breaking
0: through.
1: It's like, whoo, whoo. Yeah. yeah is he waiting on you and they are sort of
0: sweating right now I just started sweating. Okay. like yeah oh I was just yeah
1: starting. so i'd say that's that's probably like one of the ones that i i just i walk around my house and i sing that really really loud yeah come on um, so yeah so i'd say that's probably the one
0: okay that's
2: probably my favorite. i'm ready okay <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry my voice is
1: a little crackly Allergies,
2: not corona. Allergies. Not, not Allergies. Not,
1: Everybody's uh, gotta qualify it now, so <clears throat> come
2: alive, come alive, come alive, dry bones. Come alive, come alive, come alive, dry bones, awake, arise, inhale life. Come alive, come alive. I'm going to sing to you dry boats mm-hmm. until you're covered in light and the valleys bloom like rosebuds in the light. Oh, hear the call to attention. Feel the change in the air. For the ground is dry, but the clouds are overhead. Oh, I'll prophesy again. Come alive, come alive, come alive, dry bones. Come alive, come alive, come alive, dry bones. Awake, arise, and help the light. Come alive, come alive, come alive. Get up and rise Rise Oh, now sing it again Come alive, come alive, come alive, dry Come alive, come alive, come alive, mm-hmm. dry bones mm-hmm. Awake, rise, inhale for life Come alive, come alive. Hmm. My eyes are sweating a little bit.
0: No (laughs) worries. Wow. Yeah. Oof. Shauna says, yes, girl, hashtag come alive. Um yeah, that just that kind of like set the atmosphere around me. I just felt like I don't know about y'all, but I just felt like peace <laughs> just like just the sense of peace just got deposited um just where I'm at. And so I'm I'm praying that that's happened to you whenever you're watching this, whenever you're listening to this that you that you feel just covered in the peace of God. Um, that's powerful, Bethany. Um so the last question that I I'm asking guests now is what's on your, your current playlist, which you kind of shared with singing this, but mm-hmm. give us maybe two other songs that are on your current playlist in this season. Um, Any day. Okay. Well, I got to pull up the whole list now, you know. i um, um, also Mandy says uh, she's got chills. Very thankful for these words right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Your words that you sang over us. Mm-hmm. I know I am. Uh,
1: Thank you for sharing that. Wow. Oh. Um. Okay. Playlist. Yeah. Um. So. Oh, wait. Let me, oh, Sorry, let me
0: purpose. Let me I always go to Bethany for like the best new music. Me- she always will send me like the best because I. You guys know I'm. i like I love my music of all genres. By the way, y'all know I like, country line dance as well as like R and B as well as worship music. Um. But she. I mean. I mean. I. Just, I just keep thinking of like Kevin. Um. Is it Kevin? uh Garrett wait Kevin Garrett oh, yeah Kevin. Uh, if y'all don't know oh, like, like my boy he's from music. Oh,
2: Kevin so Garrett
0: she introduced me to that but uh, so again who should we know about that we don't know about that's on your playlist you can give us uh worship songs as well as just these okay. indie artists that you know about because yo she knows oh
1: yeah okay so um wh- ooh, hold on just Hold give up. me one sec. Did it do it? Am I am I good? Okay. Yeah, you're good. Sorry. That was just the 10%. Bad <laughs> um, okay, so um, Bianca Rose, who actually was recommended to me by Ayana in England. Um, <gasps> she has a single out, Blood in the Water. Woo! Woo! Oh, like, my girl. That is some magic you have in your voice. Um,
2: I'm interviewing bitch- her
1: soon, by the way. Yeah. <gasps> <That's> funny. <gasps> yeah. Nuts. Nuts. Yeah. Oh man. That is a that is a good choice. That was a good choice on your part. Um I've been listening to Jeremy Jeremy Riddle's new album is very good. Um it's a worship album. It's live, all live, and he has a cover of Tremble that he sings. Um okay. and that is like there's some real fire on that.
2: Okay. Um
1: I have been listening to a guy named Charlie Simpson a lot. Charlie. He's he's also from England and just very good um Ben Rector is one of my go-to guys um yeah. Ben Ben uh has I've been listening to to uh, Extraordinary Magic a lot that's the song my husband and I danced to at our wedding wedding yeah. um and it's just a very beautiful sweet song um and then let's see the the other artists I would suggest I mean yeah Hillsong just Hillsong's Hillsong Worship their latest album um, there's two songs on there. So there's come alive. Come alive. And there's a song. There's a song called Awake My Soul.
0: Awake My Soul. Okay.
1: That's a okay. Brooke Ligertwood song. Awake My uh, Soul. Okay. Oh yeah, my inspired. gosh. Brooke Ligert. That's, oh my do. God. I mean, who, who needs to say any more? Like, Oh, it's Brooke. Done. And we're out. Yeah. yeah. We're out. So, so those would, those would be my recommends right now. Okay. Um, also, Oh, one last one. Sorry. Yeah. Just because it is, is so good. There's this guy named John Lucas who has a song called Stained Glass.
0: John Lucas Stained Glass. Yeah. And it's literally like. A little bit. Yeah. Bye.
1: Um, But that song is like, it's just, it's literally about like, when you look at the stranger, you behold the face of God. That's what the song's about. That's the song. Like, it's literally like, we all hold the face of God. This choir just sings, we all hold the face of God over and over again let the light come in. Let the light come in they sing over and over again. I'm like,
2: all right.
0: So that's, that's on my
1: repeat in the morning. First thing. So.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, Bethany, I mean, you and I can talk for like four hours straight, but we did talk for one hour on this um, Facebook. (laughs) We did good. And this was all, you know, you guys might have noticed some like technical things that you're seeing on the screen where you're seeing like where it says recording on the top or whatever. Basically, I had to do a makeshift recording and do some back like way MacGyver work right there, Real MacGyver work to get this interview up to you guys. Um, but thank you for just being patient. Thank you for those that chimed in uh, with your encouragement. Mostly, I felt like everyone was really just soaking up your words of wisdom, um, and just really listening to every word that you said. And so is there anything, excuse me, is there anything in closing, um, Bethany that you want to say? Um, yeah. Anything
1: closing? I, I think I would just say like in moments like this, where we're all sort of invited to partner with fear and, and maybe feel a little unsure or alone or, um, a little scared, there there's also an invitation for peace. Um and there's an invitation for hope and for vision for what the future is going to hold. And I do believe it is a brighter tomorrow. And so I would just say like if you're feeling any sort of like fear or or if you've been struggling and maybe not holding on to peace, like I just bless you with peace. That there's yeah. grace for this day and there's grace for the next day. And that grace doesn't run out. And um, yeah. And, and we are, we are all going to be better on the other side of this together, together. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I would say in this present moment.
0: That's so good. You guys, she's inviting us, or we are honestly, I think being invited by God in this moment Mm -hmm. to like an invitation to peace still stands in the midst of all the chaos and the fear that might try to arise. And so I couldn't have said it better. Um myself so wow thank you for taking the time to be with us um shauna also says thank you hashtag needed hashtag peace uh Yay,
2: to what you just yours. said um
0: take it that's uh, i knew i knew you'd come with the wisdom nuggets but i just didn't know it would just be like rapid fire for you just like pew, 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 pew. <laughs> <laughs> okay yes yeah. yes yeah. yeah. So anyway, guys, this has been Bethany Mossberg's Moss. Wow, I've never said your name like that in all my life. Wow, <laughs> 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 wow. <laughs> Bethany Mossberg, <laughs> What is happening to do? Sorry, everyone. It's now it's Patrice's bedtime. But this has been Bethany Mossberg Jennings, and you can find her. Where can people find you, by the way, if they want to internet stalk you? Uh,
1: I'm on Instagram. My hashtag is or my handle is BMOS at BMOS B M O S S. And I'm also on Facebook. So you can find
0: yeah. And yeah, that's where you can find me. Go find Bethany and get her to get this album together for us <laughs> here in 2021 or sometime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me and Cole will a new, new fresh beat. Yeah, the road that leads right by and there you have it that's my conversation with bethany mossberg jennings wasn't that so good so rich and you might have taken some notes um i know i was trying to when i was having this conversation with her but like i said she just naturally speaks this language um of of the heart with such beautiful articulation it's just like uh uh-huh I'm over here like, (laughs) she's, she can so clearly, um, you know, explain what could be otherwise heady topics like prophecy or, you know, Holy Spirit and, and all these things that we kind of, you know, say in um, the faith space, but sometimes we don't have the right language or we just don't have words to, to adequately describe how we know what we know or what we've experienced. And she's just such a great, communicator so again you can find her um on instagram and um, other places on the socials but instagram is her main jam that rhymed (laughs) you can also find me on the socials as well instagram is also my jam you can find me at together good co that's together good co co until the next time i hope you enjoyed this episode of patrice's playlist i will see you or you'll hear me on the next one Talk to you guys later. Be blessed. Bye-bye.